Welcome to The Glow Up Table, an audio series created for every woman on her glow up, transforming her life, and knowing what she brings to the table. So grab a seat, sis, tune in wherever you are, and let's get glowing, girl. I am your host, Camille Anwilly, and this is The Glow Up Table Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the glow up table i am your host camille and willie what's happening what's good how you doing are you blessed is you stressed baby i'm blessed nonetheless so (laughs) what is happening everybody so i'm just looking at the time right now on my laptop and it is currently 1 15 a.m so your girl really has no shame in her podcast game all right But um, yeah, I find that my thoughts are more active at nighttime and I feel more calm and serene because here's the thing, if I'm in a very chaotic environment, like my stress levels get extremely high, whereas if I'm in a really calm, serene and peaceful environment, man, like, oof, the feelings that it brings me, it just brings me so much serenity and fulfillment and creativity. So I find that I work better at nighttime So that's on period. And also you guys, I just wanna take this moment and say thank you to every single person that has followed, commented, and shared the glow up table with their friends. Y'all have no idea how much the support means to me and I am extending my arms to you all just to give you a nice, beautiful, warm hug and thank you for glowing on this journey with me. It is greatly appreciated and I cannot wait to add more members to the glow up table where we can just sit down as grown women and just embark and discuss our glow up journey because think of it like this y'all like it's not about me it's about us you know and I want to be able to inspire and impact even if it's just one person you know the fact that my words have resonated with you guys and I got a lot of positive feedback on my previous episode where I talked a lot about um, my fears and things that frighten me you know especially considering the fact that I'm a woman in her late 20s who's still learning more and more about herself and is now creating an outlet for herself to discuss her fears and to just bring them in so I'm really happy that my previous episode resonated with you a lot and we're going to keep that consistency going oh I pronounced that wrong we're going to keep this consistency going okay so I want to just dive right into this episode because prior to me hopping on here, I was actually making a Canva post and um, the topic of ghosting has popped up in my head quite a few times and I figured, you know, why not just record an episode and talk more about this in terms of my experience with ghosting and the effects that ghosting has, especially on women, considering the fact that we are very emotional beings. So let's just dive into this topic and go all out. So I'm sure you all have heard the term ghosting or what it means to be ghosted. Like what's that Drake song with that track with Beyonce? Don't go ghost on me. Like you, you all have heard the term. So let's just review the term and then we can go straight into this topic because there's a lot that revolves around this term. So ghosting is basically a dating term when all ties and communication is cut with a person that they are seeing. So 
let's say ladies you're talking to a guy you're enjoying the conversation the vibe is good you click really well and you both have created a space where you can both be very vulnerable with each other you know and vulnerability is a huge strength and it definitely needs to be normalized especially in this generation and i wish more people were open about their fears and their truths just to you know help them grow and progress so yeah so you're talking to this man's everything's going good the vibe is right and um suddenly the homie stops talking to you like you send a text message he no longer responds or you know you two set a day and time to hang out physically and have more of these beautiful moments and when you send him that text asking for confirmation you know if y'all are still good to hang out at this day at this time the homie doesn't respond who here has been there i'm raising my hand my right hand my left hand i'm gonna just raise up my <laughs> my two feet because <laughs> your girl has experienced this more than once so yeah guys honestly it's 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 such a i, I want to classify this now as a traumatic experience because um i have ha I, I have experienced this before actually with a guy so i will tell you the backstory about this is not cooperating i'm sorry how are you guys doing but yeah so i'm going to talk about an experience that i had where i was ghosted for the first time so this occurred about three years ago yeah we're going to say three years just to you know put a time on it here and so yeah so there was this guy that i was talking to he's from edmonton i'm not going to say his name um we're not going to give them any attention on the glow up table we're just going to talk about our experiences but yeah anyways uh the mans and i we were talking you know via social media right so we would just share like quotes and stuff and we would just kind of put each other on game and like you know he was super fine too and i thought oh my god like okay this guy's really cute we have great conversations but we actually haven't hung out in the flesh and so he took it upon himself to just ask like hey let's hang out like are you are you cool with that and i said yeah sure here's my number and so we exchanged numbers we kind of texted via text message quite a bit and so we decided to hang out i don't know if we were supposed to go for hookah but something in regards to that nature and i was really excited you know i was like yeah i get to hang out with this guy he's so fine like we have a nice chat together we all good everything's cool and here's the thing whenever i schedule a day and a time to hang out with a guy or even with my friends for that matter what i do the day before or usually the day of particularly early in the afternoon if i'm seeing them in the evening I always send that confirmation text and basically in the confirmation text it says this hey what's up um just confirming if we are good for this evening at this time at this place you know because i'm all about confirmation it's just in my dna um i have no control over it i just want to ensure that okay this person didn't forget and you know maybe something came up right so you just want to always go the extra mile and make sure that um everything is all good in the hood so i remember sending a text to this man saying hey are we all good to hang out at this place at this time and normally when i send these kinds of texts they respond within 
you know, a few minutes or about an hour, depending if they're busy or not. And when that happens, all is good. Everything's great. And I remember it was the day of that we were supposed to hang out. And I was at a friend's house just visiting her and her parents. And I just finished up a photo shoot at the time. So, you know, I had the plan to just go home, get changed, get cute, you know, (laughs) get all cute, all my little cute shit and head out the door and drive to the spot where Mans and I were supposed to hang out and have a little vibe sesh. So I sent this text earlier in the afternoon after my photo shoot while I was at my friend's house with her parents. And so we have a conversation with my friend, blah, 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 all is good. And I kept checking my phone. And I noticed that five minutes went by, 10 minutes went by, 15 minutes went by, 20 minutes, still no response. And so I was like, what the hell? Is everything okay? Like, I would think that if something came up that he would communicate this to me and not kind of just leave me on red. So I'm a little bit flustered. So I end up leaving my friend's house, say goodbye to her parents, hop back on the road, and I get home to my parents' house because I, li- I was living at home at the time. Pardon me. And I noticed that there was no response. And I didn't want to be that clingy woman who sends text after text after text and automatically jumping to conclusions. You know, I didn't want to be that crazy woman. You feel me? And so the evening goes by. And I'm sitting on my bed and I'm debating whether or not I should just get dressed up, you know? And it's like, what, 6.30, 7 o'clock and still no response from this guy. And at this point, my anxiety, y'all, is through the roof. Like, you know how your heart beats really fast, you kind of experience shortness of breath and then you sort of just ask yourself all these questions about, oh, did I do something wrong? Um, Is he busy? Is he okay, etc. And so I sent another text and I said, yo, man, like, are you ignoring me? Like, this isn't okay. Still no response. Okay, still no response. So I basically said, screw it. Okay, screw it. My anxiety, once again, is through the roof. I'm hyperventilating because, you know, now officially this man has ghosted me. And by him not communicating whatever it was that he was going through or whatever it is that came up, he should have had the audacity and the common decency to communicate that, hey, you know what? I apologize. Can we move our hangout up to this day? Or, hey, sorry, I was in the middle of something. I apologize. I was with my friend. Can I call you to reschedule? Like he didn't do any of that. So now I'm left with these assumptions that oh it's my fault or oh you know something came up on his end and i remember that night y'all i went to bed very angry and i went to bed very anxious and i would think that okay if i wake up the next morning maybe i'll get an explanation i never got one i never got one and i do remember waking up the next morning and not even bothering to text him i simply went to my instagram typed in his Instagram at, blocked him, and just to be a little bit petty, blocked him on Snapchat and I blocked him, no, yeah, I blocked him on Instagram and Snapchat. This is when Snapchat was popping back in the day. And I said to myself, Camille, don't give any of your energy or attention to him because he doesn't deserve it. 
Because if he cared, if he had common decency, he would have provided an explanation. Oh no, sorry, he would have apologized and also proceed to explain himself. But he never did any of those things. And so I block him on Instagram and Snapchat. A day or two goes by. And the one time I log into my Facebook, I see a message notification pop up in my messages. I open it up and um, it's him. (laughs) So I thought, oh my God, this boy probably found out that he was blocked on Instagram and he found out that he was blocked on Snapchat and had no other way to contact me but through Facebook. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna pull it up here. Actually, I think I, uh, I think I have it here. <laughs> oh my God! I oh yo, I actually do. <laughs> so wait, let me see what year this was. So this was around December of 2017. So yeah, he sent me a message saying this seems to be the only way I can get in contact with you. I get why you deleted blocked me off everything, but we could have just talked about it first. I'm sorry I left you hanging. That shot wasn't cool. So the fact that he acknowledged that it wasn't cool, okay, cool, like, great. But you should have told me this initially after I send you the text asking if we were okay to hang out that day. So you basically just played yourself and now you no longer have access to me. And the funny thing is that he didn't actually make it up. Even to this day, he hasn't made it up. So, um... That was a lot that I I went into here. So, um, ladies, I'm sure we have all experienced being ghosted. And I'm sure you can all agree with me if you're listening, wherever you are, that being ghosted actually is kind of traumatizing. Because the aftermath is the most traumatizing, I would say. Because now you're left in this empty place inside your head. You feel empty. You feel worthless. You start to question your value. And then all these questions start running through your head about yourself and what you did. Questions like, did I do something wrong? Did I come off too hard? Did I tell him something about myself that turned him off? What is it that I did to make him act this way? And, you know, it's it's kind of sad how... We're so conditioned now to believe the negative where we don't even take a chance to look at the positive. And it's, it's frightening and it's uncomfortable, you know? And even to this day, sometimes I still ask myself these questions like, am I good enough? Did I do something wrong? Did I say the wrong thing? So that happened. And, um, You know, ghosting has really affected my dating life, even to this day. So um, I haven't been in a relationship in about six or seven years. Yeah, I said it. My last serious relationship was in 2013. And it was actually my first relationship with a very amazing guy who opened me up to a lot of things and taught me a lot about myself in terms of how I am in relationships, how I show affection. And 
to this day, y'all, like him and I are friends. Like if I see him in the streets or if I see him at a party or a function, like we we're cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have any hate in my heart towards him. But since then, um, my dating life and my experiences for that matter have basically gone downhill. And you know what? I I don't want to play victim here. I'm not going to pull out the victim card, but y'all, I'm a very self-aware person. I'm aware of my actions and I'm also aware of how they impact other people. So if you're going to try and make me look crazy, you already look crazy. I'm well aware of my actions. I... I'm the kind of person where if I fuck up, I'll look you in your face and apologize. Why? Because that's the mature thing to do. And apologizing does not make you weak. And even though this man in this particular case apologized to me, um, my trust and my wall are now higher. Like after that experience, I literally grabbed bricks and concrete and I proceeded to build my wall. And at this point, you know, the wall that I have built, it's probably the same height as the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. That's how high my wall is. So if you're a man, you got to do a lot of climbing to get over that wall, to get into my heart, to access my spirit, to access my energy. And um, yeah, since then, I haven't really been in a serious relationship due to my trust in men and also due to the fact that I've been disappointed, you know? Um, and that experience alone has contributed to that, unfortunately. And you want to know what's funny too, y'all? Is that same man who ghosted me three years ago suddenly comes back. And now he's all up in my DMs trying to act all cool as if nothing happened. But him and I both know that, yes, I forgive you, but I'm not going to forget because I don't want a repeat of that. I don't want that same cycle to repeat. So therefore, yes, my wall is extremely high. And um, I think he finally got a hint and I basically told him that I'm not interested. And also I didn't forget about the move that you pulled. So therefore um, I'm limiting my access to you. You don't get to hang out with me again. We don't get to have that, that hangout. And I know it's it's sad because obviously I'm still hung up on the past, but it's like I, I, I can't get myself to open up and trust him because what are the chances that he's going to do it again? And also, y'all, this is not the first time I've been ghosted. So you can be ghosted emotionally and you can also be ghosted physically. So emotionally is being emotionally ghosted is where someone who values and validates your emotions and makes you feel safe automatically ups and and leaves and doesn't even speak to you doesn't provide an explanation nothing just basically cuts the string between you and them and goes on about with their business without providing an explanation and i'm gonna tell y'all right now that is some immature bullshit that is the most immature most cruel thing that you can ever do to somebody and if you're not feeling somebody just tell them Just be like, hey, you know what? You're a great person, but I don't really see this going anywhere. Um, I wish all the best to you. Like, I'd rather you tell me that than cut off communication and go on about with your life. I'd rather you do that. Tell me the ugly truth. I can handle it. For crying out loud, I'm a black woman. Resiliency is in my DNA. So (laughs) what you say 
to me, I've heard worse. Let's just put it like that, okay? I'm gonna say no more. So the second time that this happened was actually with someone that I used to work with at my last company. I don't, I no longer work there anymore. I'm not gonna say which company this is, but I met somebody who, you know, was really nice and charismatic and was very attentive and was a really good listener. And for once I actually felt validated emotionally. Like I felt really good. And so it was always great to be around him physically. And we have had long conversations that lasted four hours. And we had a conversation where we both got to be vulnerable with each other. And this happened around last November. And, you know, I remember going home that day and I felt really happy that I got to be in this person's presence. And for once, I actually felt emotionally validated. I felt heard. I felt seen. And even down to the eye contact, you know, you can just feel the energy shift, right? Like you can feel each other's energy. Like I went home with his energy. He went home with a piece of my energy. And I know that he felt it to this day. I don't know if it's part of a soul tie connection, etc. But we had a, a really good time together, you know? But um, unfortunately, um, I was let go from this organization and um, it hurt, but at the same time, it wasn't a right fit for me. And also I was very unhappy working for this organization. And I think the one thing that I was really unhappy about is the fact that I wasn't really gonna see him again. And um, I'm thankful for the fact that some employees at that firm I stay in touch with and they actually went out of their way to check on me to see if I was okay you know because like being let go from an organization it's sad you know you you have no uh, string of income and you feel like you're at the bottom of a pit but COVID happened so I felt less guilty <laughs> I felt less lonely because obviously I'm not the only person in my situation right now um, there are millions of people who are still unemployed who are you know, trying to get back up on their feet. But at the same time, y'all, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at and I'm thankful for the support that I'm getting. But aside from that, let's go back to the main point. So um, I was no longer associated with this company and, you know, I'd say about one to two people reached out that were my friends and, you know, it, it felt really good. It felt good to be emotionally validated and it felt good to know that there was somebody out there who cares about me and of course me being self-aware i have to do my due diligence and reciprocate that same energy like you appreciate me i'm gonna appreciate you and to this day i'm happy to say i'm still friends with these individuals they know who they are i'm still friends with them we're tight and they have been very helpful through this uh trying time that you know our world is going through but the one thing that upset me was the fact that this man that I admired, respected, and appreciated, he didn't reach out. And mind you, he had my number. He follows me on social media. He still follows my Instagram, by the way, just putting that out there. And we have each other on LinkedIn. But he still couldn't find the time, the 30 seconds, to type in my phone number and send me a message saying, hey, I heard about what happened, are you okay? I didn't get any of that. And I saw, I saw this man six months ago. That was the last time I saw him. 
and he told me that he liked me and I expressed the fact that I liked him too you know I went out of my way to initiate conversations I went out of my way to invite him to an event I went out of my way to handwrite a Christmas card to him and writing about how amazing and wonderful and charismatic he was and I get nothing so basically you can say that this man emotionally ghosted me and I still cry about it sometimes to this day it still is emotional for me because I do think about him a lot and I don't know if it's a soul tie connection but I find that if you're thinking about somebody there's a very high chance that they're thinking about you too but in this particular case I'm not going to reach out to him. Here's the thing. If somebody emotionally ghosts you, the feeling's going to hurt. The pain is inevitable. It is astronomical. And there's times where it's going to appear and you're going to have a crying session. And there's times where it's not going to make itself present. And I've seen some females who've experienced this and they go out of their way to contact the person who ghosted them only to end up being even more disappointed because they don't get the answer from them that they wanted. They don't get that apology. They don't get the accountability. All they get is basically a gas-lit message saying you're crazy. Here's the thing, you guys. If someone cares about you, they would reach out. If somebody wants to be with you, they will go out of their way and do whatever they can to be with you, to be in your presence, to fulfill you emotionally, to make you happy. And for six months, I had to repeat that back to myself. This man emotionally ghosted me. So in return, I physically ghosted him. I could have went out of my way to seek revenge, to message him asking, hey, why did you do this? Why didn't you reach out? But I didn't, because think of it like this, okay? Let me put y'all on game. Whenever you are ghosted by somebody, whether it's emotionally or physically, just know that revenge is not the answer. Walk away. Literally walk away. Because your absence alone is going to mess up their spirit. And the thing is, is that they will never ever tell you about how you messed up their spirit. They will never tell you how much you being gone hurt them. They will never tell you about the nights that they sat up until 4 a.m. thinking about you while being unable to sleep. You will never hear about that. You will never hear about the darkness that they had to endure after losing you. They'll never tell you that. Man, whew. Damn, it's been 28 minutes. I I had to go off on that. But um yeah, man, 
being ghosted, it's it's an uncomfortable situation. And ladies, just know that if there's ever a time where a man does ghost you, they always come back. And when they do, reciprocate. Don't even give that second chance. Reciprocate. So that they know what they did to you and they can also feel how their actions impacted and affected you. So now that they can live that trauma. And by the time they come back, y'all, it's all it's gonna be too late. Like um, the guy that ghosted me in 2017, he was all up in my DMs last week until I straight up told him that I, I wasn't interested in him. I wasn't interested because you had one job to do and that was to communicate. Y'all, communication is so easy. But there's some people who make it so hard. It really is not that difficult. It only takes about what? 5-10% of your energy? You can't give 5% of your time and energy to a person? Okay, be that way. The greatest luxury now is not material things. It's not a Chanel bag, it's not a Rolls Royce car, it's not a pair of shoes. The greatest luxury now, you guys, is time. Because with time, yes, it's easy to give it, but you'll never get it back. And what ghosting has taught me, it's taught me that my time, my energy, and my presence is a very valuable thing. And quite frankly, y'all, I'm thinking about putting actually a price tag on my time and my energy. And when I do, it's going to be a very expensive bill. So don't give your time and energy to people who intend to deplete it. Be more guarded than ever. And when you're in a relationship or if you are pursuing a relationship or if you're talking to a guy, let it be known what it is that you want. Let it be known that what it is that you need and how you want to be treated and how you want to be valued. And also tell him the things that you dislike. Tell him the things that you do like. You get what I'm saying? Start sentences with, I want, I need, I expect, I require, I dislike. And if that man decides to ghost and not speak to you, then he wasn't for you, sis. Sometimes you got to kiss a few thro- uh, No, what was it again? Sometimes you have to... Oh my God, I, yo, I just had this quote in my head. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go through the trash in order to get that treasure. And y'all, <laughs> I've been going through the trash one too many times. So um, I'm the prize. I don't touch treasure. I don't... Uh, no, I'm the prize. I don't associate with trash. I don't associate with inconsistency and I damn for sure do not associate with being ghosted. And I've kind of reached an age and a point in my life where I can see right through the bullshit. I can tell when a man's intentions are not pure because he doesn't communicate his intentions. And when I ask, I usually get a bogus response and when you get a bogus response or feel that the answer that you're receiving from this man is bogus, that determines everything. That determines that he's not emotionally equipped 
and he's not emotionally ready to deal with a prize like you. Here's the thing. If a man wants a queen, he gotta be a king. Ladies, if you want a king in your life, you gotta carry yourself like a queen and you have to be aware enough to know that a man that you're talking to is not a king. You gotta debate that. And if you have to make a pros and cons list for a man, throw him in the trash, throw him away. If you have to physically write down pros on one side, cons on one side, and there's more cons than there are pros, chuck him, chuck him. And here's the beauty about being ghosted. Does it hurt? Yeah. But it teaches you a valuable lesson. It teaches you what you want and don't want. And if anything, these trying experiences are going to shape you into the woman and queen that you are. So sometimes the worst experiences bring out the best in us. (laughs) Oh man, the things I have learned. And you know, You never know, guys. One day, maybe I'll meet a man who doesn't ghost me emotionally, doesn't ghost me physically, and is willing to take accountability and acknowledge that he did wrong and is willing to make things work. And I will 100% reciprocate. This is not a one-man team. Being in a relationship requires being in a team. It requires teamwork. It requires building each other up. And you're gonna go through a lot of downward spirals. It's a matter of how you last in those trying times. And men who ghost, just know, um, karma never misses. And my absence alone is your karma. Cue the music. (laughs) 